Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barangini Mo. This episode is sponsored by MedTerra, our CBD, your health. Okay, today I'm going to talk about menopause brain. It's also referred to as brain fog. And it's a big problem for women in perimenopause and menopause. So I thought today would be a good day to talk about what it is, why it happens, and how we address it. How do we manage it? So what is it? Well, it's basically when your hormones drop and you begin to have memory loss, a lapse here and there, difficulty concentrating, you find it difficult to think clearly, kind of feel foggy in your head. And that's really what it is. You feel foggy in your head. And... There was a time when there was a perception that this was not a real thing, that either it was a part of the depression that women suffered during menopause, or it was really just something that wasn't real. However, recent research at Brigham and Women's Hospital, Harvard Medical School, and Massachusetts General Hospital show that estrogen levels drop in menopause as we know. And as that happens, women's performance on certain memory tasks tends to dip. So this is objectively happening. You are not crazy. In fact, up to 60% of women report memory issues during menopause. Okay, this stuff does tend to spike during perimenopause. So as you're heading into menopause, if you're not quite there, you're still in perimenopause, be prepared for some challenges in the memory department. Again, attention, working memory tasks, verbal learning, and motor function. As I look back, when I was probably starting perimenopause, I've noticed over the last several years, I got clumsier and clumsier, running into stuff, banging my arms on countertops and dropping things. And I really thought that I was, something was wrong with me. But it turns out this is a part of perimenopause. Yeah. So <laughs> what's interesting is that, and this is becoming a popular refrain on this show, scientists don't actually know why this happens, why we have brain fog. Uh, yeah, they know we have it. They don't know why we have it. It seems like that's always the case, right? I said that about hot flashes. I've said that about other things. They don't know why. And, and they think it has to do with hormone changes and the drop in estrogen and other hormones, but they don't really know. They don't know. I mean, you know, really, right? They don't know. So, okay, so we can't talk too much about why it happens. So, Anyway, we're going to take a short break for a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to come back to talk about solutions for brain fog. For many women, like we've been talking about, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats, and as we've been talking about, they can be brutal. Mine were keeping me awake all night, so I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried supplements and all kinds of CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in the hot flashes. Then I started using Medterra's CBD oil and my hot flashes and night sweats were dramatically reduced in severity and frequency. So I wake up less often and I get a lot more sleep. Thank goodness. I put a dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night and my hot flashes decreased by about 80%. And unlike many of the CBD oils that I've tried, there's almost no taste in Medterra's CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to tolerate. Get your CBD oil at medterra.com today. Okay, we're back. So let's talk about some solutions for rain fog because that's a million dollar question. That's probably why you're here. So some resources suggest that hormone replacement therapy is a good idea for brain fog because if the theory is that the drop in hormones leads to brain fog and, and, and menopause brain, 
then it seems logical, doesn't it, that you would be able to replace the hormones and then the memory go, would go back to normal, right? Well, wrong. The research seems to show that HRT does not actually help with brain fog and menopause brain. So if you want my advice, well, don't take advice from the internet. <laughs> go talk to your doctor and find out what the actual research shows and what your doctor recommends in, in your unique situation, right? Because look, this is a show, it's a podcast, and I am not a doctor. I am someone who is in menopause and looking for answers for myself. And I'm going to share with you some things that have worked for me. But it is really important for you to talk to your doctor and your medical professionals and find out what do they recommend? What do they think will work for you in your unique circumstances? Again, you've been through things I haven't. I've been through things you haven't. Our bodies are different. Talk to your doctor. All right. So I'm going to share with you things that have worked for me. But again, talk to your doctor and make sure that you have their approval before going forward with any of these things. So uh, the two things that have made the most difference for me, I would say, are diet and sleep. Um, I have been struggling with brain fog for the better part of six months, and recently two things changed for me that made my brain fog, I would say, pretty much vanish. Like, my thinking got super clear. The first thing is, I found some strategies that help me sleep through the night. We're going to talk more about that on the next show, so stay tuned. See how I get you hooked. See how I draw you in. <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about sleep, but the thing is, the sleep has made a massive difference. When night sweats are disrupting your sleep every night and you're waking up 17 times and you're not getting a good night's sleep, you wake up tired and foggy no matter who you are, no matter what your age is. But it happens that we're the ones getting these night sweats and it does keep us up. So finding a solution for that has made a big difference. Now, the second thing that's really helped is that my husband and I decided to clean up our diet a little bit. Now, I'm not advocating any particular diet, but we did start Whole30 as a strategy toward following some guidelines that were external to us so that we had kind of a plan. Now, I'm again, not advocating for Whole30. I'm only a week in, but what I can tell you is that cutting out processed foods and all those carbs and you know all the categories that you cut out on Whole30, which is a lot, like you cut out alcohol, sugar, um, uh, grains, legumes, um, any processed foods, so we've basically been eating fruits, vegetables, lean meats, and that's kind of it, um, you know, nuts, you know, fats, but mostly very lean meat because I have something I can't eat all the fat. So, so we've been eating some really healthy, pure, whole foods for the better part of a week and a half or a week, a week now. And that has made a huge difference for me. My brain fog has cleared up quite a bit and my husband's as well. And so I think that what you eat makes a much bigger difference than you realize. I think I'm getting better nutrients and more nutrients from the foods I'm eating and cutting back on those processed foods and carbs has, has really helped. Now, another thing, and this may sound strange if you're not familiar with it, but I'm a big believer in taking care of your gut biome. Again, this is something we'll talk about in another show because it really deserves its own show, but the gut biome is the ecosystem of the bacteria that live in your gastrointestinal tract. And when it's in balance, it's responsible for lots of good things in your body. And, and there is actually a direct connection between the gut and your brain. And so when your microbiome is off and out of balance, then it can affect the way the brain functions to things like brain fog. So I'm working with a company right now trying out their product. They looked at my microbiome and did some tests and, and sent me a probiotic just for me. And that has really seemed to have been a good, helpful thing as well. So, so microbiome stuff, gut microbiome, 
very interesting. Now, here's another one that's worked really well for me is exercise. Regular exercise can really help with your brain. Uh, there are studies all over the place, but a study in the Journal of Neuroscience showed that regular moderate exercise, like wrist walking, okay, uh, not hard to do, it can have positive effects on mental abilities and on the brain itself. And a study in neuroscience found that running increases levels of a protein that supports neurological health and encourages the growth of new brain cells. And weightlifting, weight training, increases the levels of another protein in the brain that promotes cell division, growth, and health. Exercise literally feeds your brain and makes it grow. There's tons of research out there that show that exercise is beneficial for stress, depression, anxiety, ADHD, and menopause symptoms. So, you know, exercise would be great. Regular, brisk exercise. Other things you can try that I found helpful, meditation, very helpful for stress reduction and relaxation and reducing cortisol levels and acupuncture, which is helpful for a lot of different things. Um, definitely talk with your doctor. Supplements are, in some cases, controversial, but I will tell you that over 90% of postmenopausal women are vitamin D deficient. That's what some studies show. So you may wanna talk with your doctor about checking your vitamin D levels and finding out if supplementation is a good idea. That's something that we did with our doctor, and both my husband and I were low in vitamin D, and we started supplementing, and it helped quite a bit. So. Those are some things that would help. Check with your doctor and see if any of these things would be good ideas for you because some of these can really help you with your brain fog. Brain fog is a big deal. And don't forget that we also had a show on algae as a supplement. I think that spirulina can, you know, sometimes when I'm feeling a little foggy, I, I will just knock back a little spirulina and that helps me too. Again, talk to your doctor. But lots of different options, lots of things to try. I like to try one thing and see if it helps. And that way I know if that thing actually did help versus throwing a bunch of stuff at it at once and then you don't really know what's helping. So I'll try, you know, changing my diet, see if that helps. Oh, that cleared up my brain fog. Great, that's one thing that I can do. Oh, I now get better sleep. That really helps with my brain fog, okay. So try changing one thing at a time and see what really works for you and what doesn't. And I don't think anyone can really say cleaning up your diet, getting more sleep, and exercising is bad for you, so you're probably safe there. Uh, but in general, these are some things that should help you. So I hope these are useful. If you've got some ideas for, for ways to cope with brain fog and things that you've tried, share them in the show notes for today. It's down below. Share them in the comments so that others can benefit from your experience. Thanks for watching. Flash on.